Hello, welcome to week four of the Sesh podcast. I'm here with Mac and Joe. This, this is it, we started. Have we started? Yeah, this is All it. Right, this very is good. It. Yes, so, that is correct. I am sat here with you and Joseph. And uh, we've switched chairs around, so Joe, Joe doesn't have a squeaky chair. We've debated Stevie Wonder's superstition. Um, is it superstitious or superstition? Superstition, superstition. isn't it? Superstition. And there's, there's a squeaky chair involved, apparently, which I'm looking forward to listening back to. Uh, Mac, you had the vaccine this week. I and did. you're feeling great. <laughs> yeah, no, I had it on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, and Thursday was a wipeout day. It was uh, the worst I've felt in years. 24 hours of just like high fever and uh, feeling rather uncomfortable. But then I woke up this morning feeling great. So Looking good. <coughs> Happy days. Besides that little cough. Yeah, yeah, feeling, <laughs> feeling no, great. no, I'm feeling a little bit tender, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad. I'm obviously happy to have yeah. had the vaccine. And uh, hopefully that's going to protect me moving forward and protect you guys too. Yeah, see if we can put some events on and you're feel, feeling a little bit better. Joe, you've been, uh, what, have you, what have you done? What have I done? Um, we did a photo shoot with Fever last Saturday. Went to Sheffield for a COVID safe photo shoot. It was. We all got tested, don't we? Um, so yeah, that was with the guy who like looks after blossoms and inhaler and stuff. So that was good. Um, and then yeah, we had some tunes played on the BBC this week. Give the parents the big build up, like it was the it was my big moment on the telly, and uh, they played probably two seconds. What was audible? Um, so it was quite a quite a come down. But, um, you know. Was it in a dramatic moment? Oh, no, it? it was in precisely where you wouldn't put... It, 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 was, uh, it was pretty badly done, to be honest. <laughs> but we, uh, we still got paid. So, uh, that's the dream, isn't it? That's all that matters, right? Yeah, that's great. Oh, that's a, that sounds like a great week from you two. It's the best <laughs> week we've had in four weeks so far. Oh, I've had better things happen this week, but we'll uh, get onto that another time. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay, we'll go straight into the new music review. Um, it's been a good week for new music. Within Hull, I'd say. Um, and we'll start with Navia Jean with Worms. So they're a band excelling during such trying times. Navia Jean, um, they've done a podcast over recent weeks, which is way more professional than this one, um, called Gene Therapy Podcast, if you fancy taking a, having a listen. And then they've also done some live um, sessions called Live from the Gene Pool, which has been their stuff, and some covers as well. So it's been really good to watch them do, probably being the most proactive Band of the of the new year, I'd say potentially within within Hull, yeah, within within this year they've they've um, released Worms, um, which is a great sort of alt rock song, and it delves uh, in various elements. It's got Queens of the Stone Age sort of guitar vibe, which is pretty cool, and then it goes into um, sounds quite like alt rock uh, contemporaries of allies in places. Um, sort of fits that description of sort of Kerrang band, but it's, it's it's sort of well in with that pop element. It's a pop song, which is you know I think we've missed that in whole sort of that alt rock 
pop element. And like I said, there's only of allies that I think, besides maybe we are carnivores back in there, mm. who have done that sort of thing well. And it's it's really refreshing to have a band like that within Hull. I find it quite ballsy. I think it's quite a, as you say, it's quite contemporary, sort of like, you know, rock, rock for 2021. It's, uh, yeah, it's quite exciting to have a band like that, you know, come back onto the scene. And obviously features, you know, a couple of people that we know quite well in uh, Adam Dowd. You know, he's a fantastic uh, musician. He's, he, I think he's worked at uh, East Riding College for a number of years, sort of supporting and helping other musicians come through. Yeah. So it's great to see him back on a stage. And also James Coggin as well. Obviously, you know him from his days from playing in your old band, Lebet Blooms. And James is, you know, a fantastic drummer. Probably one of the best drummers in Hull, Mr. Gray, I would say. Uh, I can't care with that. <laughs> um, it also features Eddie. Um, so I hope I'm right in saying this. This will be edited out if I'm wrong. But I think he was in Black Tongue. Um, so uh, a guy, uh, this whole track was recorded by him at home which if you give that a listen back is pretty astounding. I am not pulling that off anytime soon. Um, so yeah, a really good song to start with this week. Moving on to another act um, that are fairly new to us really, um, Al Melder. <laughs> It's a, a good link to someone like Slow Days, who's become prominent for us, and Sarge, you could say. Um, it's sort of to like get Sarge a, mentioned. Yeah, you know get, yeah, you don't get enough really. Um, in that bracket of sort of chilled, chilled playlist stuff, um, which they've got a fair whack of. I think they've been included in a fair few chilled playlists this week. Um, so Almelda's mind, it's it's sort of a it sort of starts with tasteful piano and sounds like a cafe, which uh, is something we, we haven't had much sounds of over the past year, have we? Um, and it's a beautiful stripped back soul jazz song. Um, and it's got a really gorgeous sort of um, female vocal reminiscent of Astrid Gilberta. Uh, got that out. Um, wonky pianos, tasteful synths, and it, it's very of the time now of chilled music um, playlists and, and something that Maybe I could ask you, Mac, we, we haven't had that much of it. I guess Sesh is always well known for indie bands and noise bands, Hull's mm. known for noise bands, but it's nice to have this progression of of um, chilled artists. And, and can you name any acts that have sort of been spellbinding for being quiet? Because I feel like well, Elmelda will fit that bracket. I mean, there's been a few sort of guitar sort of led bands such as uh, Crooked, Crooked Weather, Pavey Ark, El Waco. 
Uh, but I think more on the sort of contemporary sort of neo-soul sort of jazz sort of vibe. Broken Orchestra springs to mind. I mean, their productions have been pretty superb over the last uh, three or four years. Of course, we mentioned Sarge, and we're mentioning him again now. Sarge has been producing some, uh, some sexy tracks. And uh, you've got Eric Dimmock as well, who's uh, sort of come out in the last uh, 12 months and produced a little uh, EP of a gem, or a gem of an EP. Uh, what else is that? I mean, you can look at a lot of the artists like you know Kitty VR and Amy May Ellis for what they bring to the table. But no, we haven't had much of that production in the city, and it is really good, and it is very on point at the moment. I know I've been listening to a lot of it this year, especially a lot of jazz. I mean, like New by Garcia, Emma Jean Thackeray, people like that. You know, been really exciting me this year. So it'd be nice to see that coming through in Hull. Who, who's actually involved in Almeida? I don't, uh, don't put me on the spot like that. Is Alex Fish, Alex no, Fish involved? No, no. So that was the only link drive. I had, really. Um, so, uh, first edit, I'll chuck in a couple of names there. That'd okay. be nice. Thanks for making me, Good me work work harder. Um, but I think uh, I think it's exciting because a place like Social might be a place for these acts more than, you know, the sesh. And I, I guess when I started being in a band back years and years ago um it felt like we had to be loud almost or as energetic as possible and now it feels like with acts like this there's just got to be that spot for them to be quiet in a in a, a nice surroundings and uh, with uh, with an atmosphere that fits and social probably be well, really good at that i think i think social's conducive to that type of uh, gig most definitely i mean it's not a spitting sawdust type venue i mean it Every city needs those spitting sawdust venues, definitely. But social, I think from when we opened, we had a different outlook with regard to uh, putting on events here. And we were looking at more mature sort of more mature events and more touring gigs in here. But also being able to uh, expand our roster, really, and, and sort of include a bit more jazz and contemporary sort of neo-soul and stuff. That would be, be really exciting for the venue and for the city. Brilliant. Well, we'll move on now with um, end of level. Uh, do that again. Uh, we'll mo we'll move on now to end of level buddy <laughs> with the robots are all around us. It's gonna be a lot of post editing in this oh, week. Mate, I'm having a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I looked at end of level buddies. Robots are all around us, which is the title track taken from end of level buddies. Said that wrong, didn't I? Let's start this off again. <laughs> this so, isn't getting edited out, that's the beauty of it. No, I hold all the power. We're going again. <laughs> right, so I looked at uh, Robots Are All Around Us from End of Level Buddy from the title track of the same EP, which came out last Friday. Uh, without the usual pressures of having to satisfy lively festival crowds and packed dance floors over last year, season going back to basics. He's described it himself as being like rough and ready production-wise. I know he's used a lot of like analog synths and like heavy emphasis on acoustic drums and percussion, uh, which is like totally fine by me. Uh, although he said it's not made for like live audiences, it sounds like it's built for a Friday night in the Adelphi or like say on a main stage at Humber Street Sesh. Uh, so you've already mentioned it, but it's also worth mentioning Eric Dimmock, who's done a remix of a track called Out of Your Mind. Uh, it's sort of nice to see Buddy, I guess, giving a nod to sort of young talent coming up, I guess, from, I guess, what you call one of the forefathers of it. Any memories of uh, Buddy at any events? Oh, many, Mark? many, many, many. I mean, it's really, I'm really happy to hear that as well, because I remember having conversations with uh, Scotty from uh, End Level Buddy about his productions and that, and uh, 
I can see where he's coming from. There was a point where he he was he was thinking of festival crowds and he was working on his production as a live you know as an alive outfit and having uh, player one on board as like a hype man a front man with a band and with Alan Raw on drums and that and Will on guitar uh, on trumpet. It was a really exciting concept end level body live, but I, I thought he lost something in his recordings at that period. I thought the recordings were great, but I preferred his earlier recordings when it was a lot more like it was. It was raw. It was, you know, it was really electronica more than anything else. It, you know, he didn't have the vocals on so much. And uh, I'm really pleased that he's gone down this road, road because I think he's got, he's got some substance with, you know, his early recordings most definitely. That you know, I still think of him as a, you know, as an act that we engage with at the festival. He's always, you know, we've always said he's the original party starter. He, he knows how to start a party, does Scotty, and uh, he's always been on top of his game whenever he's played on the street sesh. But also, like the weekly sesh nights, whenever we've had and level Bally down, it's been a memorable night, most definitely. We've had the crowd up and he does get people up. And uh, no, I'm, I'm really pleased that he's going down this road of going back to his sort of early production techniques and everything. And uh, no, it's really exciting. I think, um, did was Endelvel Baddy the first headliner from the Street Sesh inside Fruit? He was, yeah, he was the first year, 2012. It was when we only used Humber Street Sesh. You know, we didn't use the whole of the marina, and it was just down the street. And uh, he played to an outside crowd and finished off the festival. No, he's always one that's in the mix when we talk about headliners because we know what he can do. You know, he, he delivers and. He's probably one of the nicest guys in music in the city as well, isn't he, Scotty? I don't know oh, anyone who's, had, yeah. who's said a bad word against the guys. Yeah, big loves to Scotty. Great stuff. Moving on to Izzy T with Nuclear. Um, so Izzy moved down to London a while ago, um, but has always been keen to shout about her whole roots. Um, her new single, Nuclear, focuses less on heavy guitar rock which we were pretty used to with, with Izzy and Hull. Uh, instead, it's settled on a, a more understated turn with a radio-friendly pop aesthetic. The collaboration with Ben Hunter brings out about one of our favourite choruses from Izzy and reminds us of her incredibly strong stage presence. Um, I think um, Izzy probably stands alone in terms of there's, there's not many female rock um, artists from Hull um, that I can mention in the past 10 or 15 years. It's been quite important um, in that that genre would you would you say no i think you're right i think she's uh she's done well for herself like you know i think she relocated down to london what was it four or five years ago i mean we used her a few times at sessions she always had a presence and a confidence about her and uh yeah i mean she's obviously learned learnt new tricks down in london and she's come back with a really sort of you know quality production here and she's someone that we've you know we've got to keep an eye on Excellent. Well, uh, moving on to um, our archive element. Hey, we're smashing it today, aren't we? Absolutely smashing it. No editing for Dan so far. Um, <clears throat> so our archive isn't really an archive. It's more just an excuse to talk about uh, one of our favourite bands who have released an album um, in the past week called Discover Effortless Living. Grass is always green You're everything I want You're everything I live in me 
And that is Bull, who are a four-piece from York, who um, I believe played the Polar Bear with us first at the sesh, I'd say. I don't know if they played Linnet, to be fair. I think they might have done Linnet as well. Yeah, you're lying. When did they start? They started, what, was it about 2012? I think it's later than that. There's still only kidders. We think. moved to Polar Bear in 2014. Yeah, I think and I that, genuinely think it was... I, I think it's Polar Bear. I think they played Sesh, looking at the website last night, uh, I think they played Sesh seven times at Polar Bear since 2015. But I've got an inkling they did play... Uh, All right, we're going to have to ask them, aren't we? We're going to have to find that out for sure. Yes, but I think they're, they're maybe a bread and butter band for us at, at Polar Bear for sure um, and definitely um, became headline-worthy in the last year before the pandemic. Um and I know they'd supported sports team in that time and things seem to be gearing up. How nice is it to see a band that we've worked with go on and release an album through, well, EMI? It's what we ever want, you know. I mean, we've seen a lot of it over the last sort of 12 months, really. I mean, COVID aside, when you start looking at the sort of music scene from around this region, you look at bands like yourselves, you know, like with Low Hummer and with Fever and Bedroom and, and Life and uh, New Meds and Shadu. You know, bands are starting to make you know, good headway in the industry and industry is actually looking to this region a little bit more now. And I think a lot of that's down to sort of some of the quality production that's being produced. I think, are they involved with uh, Johnny Hooker as well, Young Thugs? They have worked with Johnny before. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he's, been, he's been pretty prolific over the last uh, 12 months or so. But Bull are just a band that sort of caught our imagination really early on. And I think there is a, you know, I think everyone would agree there's a nod to like Pavement in there and Dinosaur Junior and York and bands like that and I think that just appealed to us they're very edgy, very indie, very left field but just beautiful beautiful band and like the the harmonies of the songs that, you know, if you think some of the early recordings like Green and that and Perfect Teeth and Eugene and, you know, they, they were regulars on the playlist at Sesh regardless of them playing it we play it every week. Yeah, though, I think um, I think it's what's really nice about Bull is how unpolished the live set is, mm. and we've seen so many unpolished, amazing because they're not polished bands, but for for whatever reason, it just doesn't seem to gain any traction because they're unpolished. I don't know if that's a thing, but there, there seems to be like a rough and ready element to to bands that just it doesn't happen as much now, and Bull were definitely. 
you never really knew what you were going to get, how much Tom was going to scream into the microphone or like acoustic guitar would be completely out of tune or like, yeah, just loads of various elements of like it being spontaneous. Mm. Um, That's exciting. Yeah, and they were always great for us, but um, it always seemed to be, you know, is it, it turned up with a like a piece of like I don't know anything as a guitar strap or like blew up my amp one week. It was always just seemed to be ramshackle, but in an amazing way, which is why we loved them, and that's translated so well on the the debut. Um, I think they went over to Amsterdam to record most of it. They've got good links in Amsterdam, haven't they? They've yeah, worked over there quite a lot. I think they worked so we can shake a pie quite a bit. A yeah, few years back, yeah, for a yeah. band that we were sort of good. looking at. That definitely comes across that sort of. Um, it it still sounds. It's got the the elements that we love about them being live, like it's it's quirky production, but comes across really well. Still really exciting. Um, so you're still getting that all across. But then there's there's various um, elements. I don't know if there's a kazoo one there, but there's lo- there's loads of little nods to little bits and pieces. Weird production, weird speeding up. Um, so it, it merges that live sort of thing that we've been watching for so many years with a really good, solid piece of work. Um, I think the bottom line is that just a great live band with some great songs, with some good hooks and great melodies and harmonies. I mean, Tom, Tom the lead singer, he's just a, a lovely man on and off the stage, isn't he? I've, yeah. been, I've been very fortunate. Well, it's very surreal, but I went down to uh, the End of Road Festival, which is a brilliant festival, sort of a left field festival where you have the likes of Ezra Furman and Omar Suleiman playing alongside the likes of Idols and Orioles and whatever it's very left field but I went down there in Southampton a couple of years ago and uh, I just bumped into Tom there and then like a few months later I went to Glastonbury and uh, within minutes of getting into Glastonbury amongst like half a million people or whatever I bump into Tom watching uh, Lauren Hill together so wherever I go I always seem to bump into Tom, and he's just the loveliest person off stage you can meet, as well as what he you know, portrays on stage. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's brilliant. And I, th- I think um, we always had this debate with Bull um, in regards to Humber Street Sesh, is they'd, they'd play consecutive years, and I'd, you know, I'd always want to shake that up and try and make sure nobody plays more than once or t- twice in a set and you'd, you'd never let me have that. You'd be like, no, nah, they're playing again. And and uh, one of the amazing memories I have of the being near the big top, and we had the Strummersville stages, hearing that band scream their heads off and you could just hear the screams from miles away, which was just amazing. Like, absolutely loved it because it you just knew something odd was happening around the corner that was bull. Um, I think one of the few bands that I will never... I will never not want to play Humber Street Sesh because exactly. they, they just bring a certain aesthetic to the festival and I, I just love having them here and being associated with them but it might not be the case anymore whether, you know, whether we well, can, can just get them. Yeah, can, yeah. Well, but that, fingers I mean, crossed. Just, that's what can, we want. Can you afford them? That's what exactly. Can you afford and, and that's the thing we want. We want all the bands to get to a position where you know, we're sort of asking you to play and you're going, well, we're in a different league now and you know, we'd be very proud that you've achieved that status. It's always a really, uh, it is a nice thing when a band says, oh, well, we're actually playing here on that date. We're busy doing other stuff. And it's like, oh, fair enough. Yeah, you've got got stuff going ahead. Especially with a band like Bull that have worked really hard for the last sort of eight, nine years, getting to the point of where they are now. And it it does give hope as well. It gives hope to a lot of like, you know, sort of left field sort of indie artists 
from around this region that there is opportunities out there. You, you will get noticed if you persevere. Yeah, and also I think if you can find your, your niche, like like Bulkan, then there's potentially a long career. We'd love to see a long career of consecutive albums and stuff like that. And they're a band that can find a, a fan base that'll be diverted because once when you play music like like Bulls, you will find diverted fans that'll stick with you and, you know, listen to you f for years. So fingers crossed we'll see a lot more of them. Is that it? Have we done it? That could be. We're absolutely just, we've done it. We've smashed it. <laughs> we've absolutely been all right. Yes. Thanks very much. Well, next week, don't know. Don't have a clue what we're going to do next week. Oh, there's, um, loads, there's loads of new music coming yeah. out, though. You've got a list to give us, I think, haven't you, Max? Yeah, so. we've got to look at some hip-hop next week, I think. Cameo Brooks is... Uh, released a little gem that we need to speak about. Shady's got a new track out as well, which we need to acknowledge. Yep. Um, Player One, we mentioned him with End Level Barry. Player One's doing something on his own at the moment, which is really exciting. I think we should give a nod to that as well. Just whether you can remember all these, because... I mean, I have to listen to this back, so I've mm. got no yeah, choice. All right. <laughs> all right, well, um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks very much for popping by. <laughs> Good work.